0: Hey, folks, welcome back to the show. This is your host, Ryan Kennedy, and I'm super excited to be rolling out a new season of the podcast. We're at the start of 2024, and today's episode is going to be a series of strategies and tools for effective goal follow-through. Not just goal setting, but also goal follow-through. You know, everyone has great intentions when they set goals, but such a small amount of us actually follow through and achieve what we set out to. You know, we set goals for our business our career our finances our health our fitness and we're always all amped up and excited and motivated to hit these next milestones you know we get that dopamine boost just by thinking about the goal but the reality is very few people actually establish a plan this these goals are just ideas they don't actually have any meat behind them because there's no steps to effective execution and so that's what ex- that's what I'm gonna be outlining during this episode is exactly how to accomplish your goals and the science and strategies that I've learned through my own personal pursuits, as well as countless people I've worked with in my clinical practice. So let's dive right in. And you know, I don't think goal setting is any you know, wonder to people. It's just setting a target, setting an objective, something you'd like to achieve. And I think the first step where people go wrong is they don't really think about the big picture. So, everyone wants to make more money or improve their health, or, you know, get more fit. But the first question to ask after you've identified a desirable outcome like this is, am I willing to accept the sacrifices required to achieve that outcome? You know, we all want the gold medal, but very few people are willing to train like an Olympian. So everything that we want to attain in life, it requires effort. It involves changing your behavior in some way. This could be skipping out on watching Netflix to work on your new business idea. This could be foregoing some tasty dessert so that you can stay on track with your nutrition. Whatever it is for you, it's going to take sacrifice. And so the first step is honestly asking yourself, is this a sacrifice I'm willing to make? Can I commit to this process? And as you ponder this first step, remember, you know, everything in life is hard. Being overweight is hard, being broke is hard, having an unhealthy relationship is hard. But on the flip side, you know, Building a business is hard, exercise is hard. All these things that you wanna achieve are hard too. The beautiful thing about life is we get to choose which path we wanna take. And if both paths are gonna be difficult, why not choose the the hard path that's gonna bring more joy, more fulfillment and more satisfaction to your life? Both paths paths are gonna be hard during the journey. So why not choose for the desirable outcome? And I don't think that's lost on any of you. I think everyone realizes that when you break it down. Like, yeah, of course. I'd rather be fit than overweight. I'd rather be wealthy than broke. But the real thing that you need to also look at is what are you optimizing for? You know, this is a helpful step when you're trying to set a goal. And, 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 And to put it another way, like what is the one thing that if you were to accomplish would have the most significant impact on your life? So maybe you're working 70 hours a week and have plenty of money. So you want to optimize for less work and more free time or maybe you're financially successful but you're overweight and have various health issues so you want to optimize for wellness. The reality is you can't properly focus on all your goals simultaneously. So it's important to get clarity on the highest priority area that will provide the greatest impact on your life as a whole. To to sum up this idea, what's you know, people people oftentimes think about like what is the most important thing to choose to work on? And if you're not if you're not crystal clear on that of the most important thing for you, then that is the most important thing, is figuring that out. Setting aside some thinking time to really process what is going to have the biggest ripple effect in all the other areas of your life. Now, I'm biased. I obviously think health and fitness and wellness go, you know, kind of as the foundation for all of us. Uh, But I live and breathe this stuff. So I understand that for other people, it might be to get into a better financial situation. For another person, it might be to work on their marriage or their relationship with their kids. Another person might be to build Friendships and community and a tribe, you know, we all have different seasons of our lives where different things are important based on where what's slacking and what's going well and what's not. And so <clears throat> coming back to the the, the the key takeaway here is I like to focus and go all in on one goal for a season. One of the issues I've made throughout my life is I set all these goals in all these different areas and I attempt to attack them all at the same time, especially around this time of year. And I think most people do that. They have goals for their health and fitness, financial goals, investing goals, career goals, and so on. And while you know, it's great to have all these aspirations, you can't do it all at once. You know, I think it's it's really important. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm all about variety and up-leveling in all areas of your life, which is why I've extended this podcast to cover topics beyond health optimization. And I've been bringing in people to talk about business and entrepreneurship and mindset and so on. But here's the reality, guys. You have a finite amount of time and energy and spreading yourself too thin is just going to burn out and lead you to not following through on any of these goals. So find one priority, focus on one area. And when I say for a season, that could be for a few weeks, that could be for a few months, that could be for the whole year. Everyone's different, you know, everyone's varies is terms of what they want to accomplish and what it's going to take to get there. But really for a season of your life, focus on that. And then you can switch gears. And it doesn't mean all the other areas of your life have to go out the window and fall by the wayside. For example, when I'm in a season of really focusing on my business, I scale back my workouts. I'll do, you know, four, four workouts a week that are about 15 minutes from start to finish. So I spend an hour working out per week. Uh, I scale back my social outings. I don't drink. I go to bed early so that I can wake up and get an early start on my work. Because I do my best work very early in the morning. I don't plan any extended trips. This allows me to make serious progress too, because I'm in control of my environment here at my home base. And I begin to fo- focus, you know, kind of shift my focus on other areas I'm being called to double down on. So this is just an example of something that I do as far as modifying other things in my life that will still maintain. It's not like my health and fitness are falling apart, but it requires exponentially less effort to maintain something than it does to build, than to improve, than to grow something. And so... <clears throat> I want you to think about where you want to reorganize your priorities a little bit and really what is the goal you want to fully commit to that maybe wasn't getting enough attention previously. So start with an area that you really want to improve and go all in on that specific thing. Now, the next step to this process is separating goals from systems. You know, goals are these overarching outcomes. Systems are the process to get there. Now, let's say you like to write and your goal is to start an email newsletter. The system is the writing schedule that you follow each week, the, the schedule for sending out newsletters. It's not, not the, the goal itself is to get an email newsletter going. It's build an audience and to build consistency, but that's, you need a system to get there. Same thing if you're a runner and your goal is to run a marathon. Your system is the actual training schedule every day, every week, every month. If you're an entrepreneur and your goal is to build a massive, you know, business, your system is how you're going to get there. Who are you going to hire? What's the sales? What's the marketing? What What is a process as far as the plan of action? So your goals set the direction and your systems are key for actually getting you towards that, that end point and actually making progress. So I want to go through some tips now that you're going to have a high level idea. We've covered a couple of things. One is to get clarity on what sacrifice you're willing to make for your goal what you're optimizing for from a high level, what goal is really going to change your life, and then what is the actual systems to break down to get to that goal. And so as you plan out your systems, I, I recommend you, you really set this in stone ahead of time. It's really hard to operate on the fly. And the research shows you're two to 300% more likely to execute on your goal if you schedule the specifics around the task. For example, rather than saying, I'm going to work out three days a week, which is what most people do. That's where they really go wrong. Schedule the exact details on your calendar. 30 minutes of weight training, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7 to 7.30 a.m. In my, in my home gym. This will massively improve the likelihood of follow through and prevent you from booking other activities during that time, which is the number one excuse most people give on why they fail to follow through is I'm too busy. Like, yeah, you didn't carve out time for the most important thing that you want to focus on. And this is exactly what I do with people I work with one-on-one. You know, I help them really map out their day, map out when they're going to do what, their meal timing, when they're going to prep, when they're going to be prioritizing the steps, the simple actions that are going to result in their big picture goal of losing weight or fixing their sleep or having more energy or whatever it is. And and psychologists call these specific these specific plans implementation intentions, because they state when, where, and how you intend to implement a particular behavior. And this strategy pairs very well with habit stacking, guys, where you insert a new behavior right before or right after a thing that you already do. For example, let's say you wanna drink more water. You can say, right before I have my morning coffee, I'm gonna drink this 16 ounces of water. You already have your coffee every day, so just implementing it on the front end of that is gonna make that a lot easier. Or maybe you want to get more steps and you want to lose some, some body fat and improve your metabolic health. You might say, right after dinner, I'm gonna go for a 10 minute walk. So as soon as you finish eating, you head out the door, you go for a walk. Find things you're already doing every day without a second thought, and then insert this new activity right before, right after to stack the habit alongside to help you, tr- you know, help trigger you to take action. There's a million examples of this. So that's something I find really useful especially as you're trying to implement something new that you're not used to doing. Next thing I would say is set up your environment for success. We really make our choices based on what's around us, our surroundings. So if you have a goal to lose weight, don't keep junk food in your kitchen. Don't keep a bunch of alcohol in your fridge. Instead, have some zevias or some some non-alcoholic alternatives and have healthy snacks like some meat sticks or protein bars, beef jerky, whatever it is. And don't get me wrong, you could get in your car, drive to the store, go buy a beer, go buy some chips and junk food. But odds are you're going to stick with the options that you have immediately in front of you. That's the reality of this, guys. And for this reason, I always teach people to have discipline when you're shopping, because once it's in the house, all bets are off, like you're very likely to consume it. You don't have most of us at least don't have ungodly willpower. So if you can exert the discipline and willpower to just not bring it into the home, not buy it whatsoever, it's going to massively reduce your likelihood of mm-hmm. indulging on foods that are not good for you. And if your goal is to meditate in the morning, don't have your phone in your hand you know, nearby where you sleep because it's just going to be too tempting to check social media and check emails. Uh, another thing. That you can you can add. So I'm talking about things you could remove from your environment. You can also add things to your environment. So if you're wanting to do more exercise, you could keep uh, some dumbbells or a kettlebell in your living room or in your office so that you can crank it out, but you know, opposed to having to go drive all the way to the gym. You can keep your water bottle a water bottle, bottle by you all day if you're trying to stay hydrated and if you're trying to drink less soda or if you're just not drinking enough water. Keep it in sight within arm's reach all day long. That's going to make it significantly easier. So really the impact of these environmental defaults on our uh, decision-making is, is huge, guys. And so setting yourself up for is makes a world of difference. <laughs> and then as far as forming new habits and breaking bad ones, you got to understand it's hard enough as it is. So why make it harder on yourself by keeping sweets in the pantry or 12 tabs open on your browser when you're determined to focus on one business task, right? So really don't set yourself up for failure. Okay. A couple more things. I'm going to go through a couple kind of quick hitters that I find super useful in this process. So one is commit when you're feeling motivated. We're more likely to follow through with something when it, when it actually requires effort and action to opt out. So what that could look like is schedule a workout with a friend on Tuesday morning. You're unlikely to have to call up your friend and bail even if you wake up feeling unmotivated. Or you could sign up for a yoga class. You know, Rather than canceling it, you're likely just going to freaking go. Sign yourself up to take action when you're in a good headspace. Because then when the moment comes, you've already committed. And even if you don't feel like going, you're probably going to have a higher likelihood of going. You can also measure your progress. So one of the most motivating things when pursuing a goal is evidence of progress when you see that you've lost 10 pounds and your pants are fitting looser, you're more inspired to continue. Keep in mind, this could also work against you if you don't have the right mindset. So if you're not seeing results while tracking, understand that's a valuable sign that you need to course correct and change your systems. So all data is good data. You just have to use it wisely. So if you've been eating healthy and exercising for two weeks or a month and you're gaining weight or you're you're seeing reverse progress, does that mean that you should just quit? No, it means that you should modify your, your plan. You should change the the strategy that you've implemented to get to your desired outcome. A, a few other quick tools I've been finding helpful for productivity and sticking to goals. I recently put a, a grayscale mode on my phone. This is a game changer, guys. It just removes all color from your phone, which makes social media and a bunch of other shit just totally useless. I mean, it's it reduced my phone usage time probably by... It's awesome. I also, one other thing that I've done in the past that I've circled back to recently is these focused work blocks with refresh time. So the reality is if you have, let's just say four hours in the morning to work on stuff, you're not gonna be able to work four hours continuously. And so what I find is helpful is allocating a certain chunk of time. Maybe it's 30 minutes, maybe it's 40 minutes towards a specific task where everything's off. This is a focused time. And since it's not super long, it's pretty manageable to keep your phone on airplane mode and to keep all efforts focused on this one task that you've established as the priority for this work block. And then allocate time on the back end as a refresh time to scroll on your phone or to step outside, get some sun or to just take a little mental break and then come back and get started on your next work block. That has been huge for me because it's very daunting to say, I'm going to focus deeply and intensely on work for a long period of time. And the opposite of that of just like putting around and having constant messages and distractions just results in you getting almost nothing done. The other thing I'd love to do is listening to binaural beats while working. Binaural beats are specific sound frequencies in the left and right ear that activate different brainwave patterns. And so you can find these for free on YouTube, on Spotify. It's very simple to to find these at no cost. You have to be wearing headphones for them to work or earbuds. You can't, you know, have a, a mono speaker because it's playing different things in your left and right uh, ears. And I find using something that's like a alpha brainwave, like more of a focused, deep work setting is awesome. I'm a huge fan. And then last thing I'll share on this is uh, on, as far as some of these quick tools is I do my best work in the morning. And so it's very important to me to prioritize the first one to two hours of every day To my systems for hitting my my highest priority goal highest priority goal one to two hours a day now other people might do their best work midday or late morning or in the afternoons or maybe it's late into the evenings when doesn't matter but really finding that time of day where you are most focused most productive have the most creative energy and focusing on the task that is going to move you closer to that priority goal that you've established that is a it sounds common sense and i'm sure everyone's heard it before but very few of us do it and i think that this is a total game changer cuz the amount of stuff i get done in this morning like 90 minute work block almost compares to what i get done as far as deep work progress throughout the whole rest of the day i mean it's it's amazing how much you can get done if you're truly focused and on your a game mentally all right last thing i'll share is around identity based goal setting So you may think you are struggling with your goals and your habits because you're too busy, you're too tired, you're too overwhelmed, or a hundred other reasons, but over the long run, the real reason you fail to stick with your habits is your self-image gets in the way. This is why we can't get too attached to one version of our identity. This process requires unlearning, and you have to continually edit your beliefs and upgrade and expand your identity So if you see yourself as a fit person, it's going to be a lot easier to stay consistent with your training. If you see yourself as a hardworking, focused person, it's going to be a lot easier to get through your work. So the the way that we view ourselves makes a big impact in our susceptibility to falling off track versus staying on track. And I've created a specific holotropic breathwork journey designed to help you with this exact thing to really gain insight into what self-doubts and limiting beliefs are holding you back, you know, different techniques to unlearn and expand your identity, as well as a number of other things to really help you make the internal mental shifts to let go of the old narratives and really step into your highest self moving forward. So if you want to sign up for this breathwork, go to my website, ryankennedyhealth.com. You can learn all about it there. All right, in closing, I want you to think of someone in your life who would benefit from this information on goal setting. Share this episode with them. And I hope that in addition to learning a few things today, you make it a priority to take action and crush your goals in 2024 and beyond. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found it helpful, please share it along to anyone else you believe it can serve. You can submit your own question to be answered on the show by going to ryankennedyhealth.com Forward slash podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review for the show. Your feedback helps to support me on my mission to positively impact as many people as possible with this information. Please note the information depicted in this episode is purely for informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional before making any changes to your lifestyle or routine.